Welcome to TMG Today. Join other master manifestors across the globe to turn your goals into reality at lightning speed. Here, we connect the dots for you so you can skip all the nonsense and finally get unstuck. Right here on the Manifestor's Guide today. Let's go. Welcome, fellow adventurers, to TMG Today, the Manifestor's Guide podcast. I am Dewey Taylor. Hey, everyone. I am Charlie Carroll. And by now, you should know that this is the intersection of universal law, success principles, and leading-edge science. So as always, if you find value in anything that you hear on the podcast today, and I promise you that there is tons of value in what we're talking about today, make sure that you share that with others in your life that you care about. And why do we do that, Charlie? Yeah, because when you share value out into the world, you create a cycle where value comes back to you multiplied. Yes, I love that. So make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. We're on YouTube and podcasting apps everywhere. And you're probably listening to us on a podcasting app, which we love. Make sure that you like us on social media at Manifestors Guide. That's Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. This is an extension of our Inner Circle online community as a part of our Master Manifestor system, which is changing lives every single day. And we're so incredibly proud of it. If you want to check that out, you can go to manifestorsguide.com. Got a lot of books, articles, podcast page, all that good stuff there too. But you can actually get into that Inner Circle online community and ask questions right here on the podcast. The same questions that you hear every single week. So make sure that you like and subscribe. Charlie, how are you doing? I am fantastic. Things are flowing. It's sunny. All that vitamin D, man. The energy is great. <laughs> is that a superhero, vitamin D, man? Right, vitamin D, man. Coming soon. The next Marvel release. <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, I'm very excited about uh, today's episode. We're talking about intuition. Yeah. And we talk about this quite a bit in coaching, um, just listening to your gut, that gut instinct. We hear about these stories all the time where people say, you know what? Everybody was telling me not to do this, but it really felt right for me, right? We call that alignment. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more today. Do we have a, a question this week? You know, this is a manifestor's guide today first. We don't have a question, but we get asked about this topic often enough that we just tapped into our intuition and said, let's do an episode on intuition. Oh, right. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> you were just saying. Very true. You were just saying, you know, talking about tapping into your intuition and being able to use it now. I feel like so many of us have this experience, this relationship with intuition where it's kind of like hindsight. It's like, oh, yeah, in 2020 or 20, you know, not the year, but in hindsight, 2020. <laughs> in my hindsight, 2020. <laughs> yeah, hindsight is 2020. And I did. Uh, oh yeah, I did know that was going to come, but at the time I gave it, I gave that, I didn't give that intuitive impulse any credence. So we're going to talk today about listening to the intuitive yes. whisper. And I love that we call it the intuitive whisper because that's really what intuition is. It mm -hmm. is a whisper. And so we're going to talk about how to find that whisper, how to listen to it, pay homage to it, embrace it, and why sometimes we don't listen to it and what that feels like. And the difference between two, I think this is a huge point we're going to talk about later in the episode, but why some people don't listen to it and why we get confused on whether it's the whisper of intuition we're actually listening to or whether we're confusing ourselves by trying to make a decision with the front part of our brain, right? We overthink things all the time. Yes. And we've talked about that before with creating chaos. When we use our brains to try to solve all of our problems and overthink, instead of listening to intuition, it can screw us up. So we're going to talk about that and show you some differences between the two. But what actually is intuition? Well, we have a great quote in lieu of a question this week. We've got a great quote from Albert Einstein that Charlie actually brought to the table. So, Charlie, would you read that quote from Einstein I for sure us? will, yeah. Our good friend Einstein, always coming through with the, with the wisdom, right? <laughs> always Man. comes through with the wisdom, yeah. Uh, so Einstein's got this great quote. 
the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. It's very true. When you think about modern day society and how confused people are all the time about their decisions, did I make the right decision? What should I do next? We've talked about this in many other capacities, but it all really leads back to alignment and misalignment and split energy. Our intuition is always speaking to us. That's our inner being, our spirit, right? That's who we really are. That's the direction that we're being pulled, right? Because we're manifesting and creating our reality all the time. That intuition is ourselves talking to us and showing us where we are vibrationally aligned and when we're vibrationally misaligned. And when we're asking for something specific in our lives and we're being told to go the other way, that's not the path. And it doesn't mean we can't be uncomfortable with something, stepping into discomfort. We talk about that all the time as well. But I mean, I don't, I can't tell you how many times that I have felt so aligned with something and said, gosh, this makes me so uncomfortable, but I just really feel like I'm supposed to be doing this. Of course. I'm so uncomfortable. You, as you practice listening to your intuition and letting it guide your decisions and your steps, it, it doesn't mean that there's still, like you said, a, a, you're there is still perhaps a discomfort proceeding into the unknown, but it feels entirely different. It's an exciting yes. sort of discomfort. I'm really glad to be being remolded and shaped in this way, moving in this direction. It's really exciting discomfort over the sort of tension that you feel when you are really plugged into the front of that mind and you're just trying to force yourself in one direction and reason your way through something, but nothing's really connecting and you're nervous and you're anxious. It's a completely yes. different set of feelings. It is. And there's some great famous people who talk about intuition all the time that we hear. I mean, you and I talk about yeah. it often, and especially in coaching. Oprah Winfrey talks about her intuition and where it led her to be where she is, Steve Jobs. But even people like Albert Einstein that we just heard, right. there's a lot of history on this and people who speak about that. So when we get back from the break, we're going to dive into that in a little bit more detail. Some really interesting examples in history people who've listened to their intuition, and we're also going to define intuition. So definitely don't go anywhere because when we get back from the break, we're going to tell you exactly what intuition actually is. So you can start defining it for yourself in a very specific way and have a lot of clarity on that. We talk about how important that is, but this is the episode that defines what that means to get out of your head, start listening to your heart, and it'll take you in the right direction every single time. So we're going to jump into that right after this short break. So do not go anywhere. TMG has partnered with Podbean to bring you new episodes each week. Are you finally ready to step into your own power and let your voice be heard? Well, then why not start your very own podcast? Remember, what you find ordinary, others will find extraordinary. It's never been easier to produce and distribute your podcast to every major podcasting app available. Podbean also makes monetizing your podcast foolproof, so you can add value to the world while you're making money. Thanks to our partnership, you can try your first month absolutely free. Visit podbean.com slash TMG today. That's podbean.com slash TMG today. Brain science has shown that by the time you're seven years old, you've installed a program in your mind that you'll run for a lifetime. And for 99% of us, we're running a program of struggle, but you can change that. At TMG, we've designed a system to install this new programming to get you exactly where you want to go. With the power of brain science and multisensory learning, you'll discover your path of least resistance as you manifest your goals into reality. And for a limited time, you can try the Manifestor's Guide to Ease 
system absolutely risk-free. This system comes with unlimited access to weekly coaching for accelerated results, as well as instant membership into the Manifestor's Inner Circle online community. If you're ready to finally get unstuck and create the ultimate life success you know you're capable of, visit manifestorsguide.com. Use coupon code TMG today for 10% off, and we'll send the Manifestor's Guide to eSystem to your email right now. That's manifestorsguide.com. Welcome back from the break, everybody. Charlie, right before we went to break, we were talking about the intuitive whisper and Einstein's incredible quote about what we have forgotten and lost in our modern day society when it comes to listening to our intuition. Um, So we're going to talk about right now defining intuition. Well, what is it? Intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So it's the opposite of trying to reason and figure out the solution yourself. It's the opposite of problem solving. It is instinctive feeling. This is something that is inherent within us when we were born into this world. It is built in us. It is a part of who we are, the infrastructure of our soul being. It's, yes. it's not something we can be separated from. So why can't we listen to this? We're going to talk about that here in a minute. But I want to go through a couple of examples in history. The first <laughs> one's in 44 BC. so a little while ago. Just a minute. But Julius Caesar's wife, just a minute, a hot minute. Julius Caesar's wife was actually famous. Uh, her name was Calpurnia for foreseeing her husband's death. And she was begging him not to go into the Senate. He didn't listen to her, get stabbed to death, right? In 1865, Ulysses S. Grant is invited to join Abraham Lincoln at Ford's Theater. This is also a very famous story. And his wife, Julia, urges him not to go. And he avoids the assassination. Later, she was quoted saying, I do not know what possessed me to take such a freak. And I know that's a little weird English because it's, it's old <laughs> I think English. But the definition of that word has changed since then. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but what she's saying is, you know, basically, I, I don't know what possessed me to be so adamant about saying don't go. But that was her intuition right. speaking to her. And he actually listened, unlike Caesar. In 1935, a Buick salesman named Charles S. Howard was sure, he was for certain that he was buying a champion horse. Everybody was telling him not to do it. This horse was underweight. It was knock-kneed. They were like, what is your problem? He didn't listen to anybody. And he followed his intuition and his gut feeling. And five years later, Seabiscuit retired in 1940 as racing's all-time prize winner. They've made movies about Seabiscuit. They've written books about Seabiscuit. So we hear this in history all the time. And one of the most recent examples where we hear these incredible stories about intuition, September 11th, 2001, you know, a tragic event for many people. But in September 11th, we didn't pick one specific instance because you can look at hundreds of stories online with people saying, I just felt like I wasn't supposed to go to work that day, or I felt like I was in a dangerous place. So I left early. Or people who are saying, my husband told me, I feel like I shouldn't go to work. Or I told my husband, I feel like he shouldn't go to work. Or I told my wife, I I just don't go today. Can you just not? And they didn't listen. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of examples that you can read about of the intuition of that morning. And so why in the world do we listen sometimes and then sometimes we don't? Because intuition is a whisper. It is so quiet that you have to be quiet in order to hear it. We can only hear our our intuition in the stillness. And we have to consciously recognize that intuition and that stillness and then pay pay mind to it. Have you ever had that experience? Oh my gosh, yes. Well, and I was, you know, we just, we, we went through a number of events that either have, you know, we've heard about historically or that we all can recall, you know, uh, um, you know, 
some paradigm shifting occurrences around like 9-11. But, you know, I, I know we, every single one of us has day-to-day things where our intuition just- Absolutely. It's a suggestion, right? It's, hey, you know, it might be nice to go take a walk. It's something that's seemingly inconsequential, but yet on that walk, you run into a friend who maybe just uplifts your day. Maybe nothing more than just, hey, it was great to see you. Uh, while you're on that walk, you you have an idea. You know, the, what our intuition suggests doesn't always necessarily seem like a monumental change in life, but this intuition, this, this part of ourselves that can see so much more than our two eyes and that our reasoning can see, right? And, um, right. you know, almost like if, if we were up in the sky, you could see the boat and see all the 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 rings in the water being affected by all the other boats in the water and how they cross and coalesce the intuitive mind are is connect our intuitive minds connected to something that can see the bigger picture and knows where to knows where you need to be and who you need to talk to and how you need to line up with things and like you said everything starting out is just a whisper because it's kind yes the intuitive voice is kind um but it'll get louder if you ask, if you if you don't if you don't listen, won't it? Well, intuition <laughs> is the whisper. It's why we call it the intuitive whisper. It's quiet, so we have to be still in order to hear it. So when we don't hear the whisper, that means there's too much noise in our lives. There's too many other things going on. We're being too busy. We're not making room, creating space for us to be quiet enough to hear that. How many times have you heard people? I remember uh, the singer Pink talking about being quiet and being still she was riddled with anxiety because of the quiet so many of us find ourselves in that space where we're actually afraid of quiet we're afraid of being still we're afraid of listening to ourselves and getting to know ourselves and being still and so we try to fill our time and our space with noise and distractions in our lives that's very much modern day society right video games and social media and people and distract me distract me turn on a movie always have the tv on have the radio on all the time music music this idea that to plug into knowledge or to plug into wisdom, you have to be consuming it literally. You know, you have to be watching things. You have to be engaging, moving, action, um, that there isn't anything to gain in quietness and silence. It almost feels like, well, that sounds boring to stay quiet. Why would I spend time doing that? That is where you find in that stillness and in that quiet, that is where the answers come. But we have to create space for it. Law of compensation, yes. right? Universal law. So what what happens when we don't hear this whisper, though? What happens when we don't quiet ourselves and create space for this whisper? And Oprah explains it like this. It starts as a whisper and it whispers to you. And if you don't listen to the whisper, then it starts tapping on your head. Just a little tap. If we still don't listen, it becomes a knock, right? Like, <laughs> hey, come here, trying to get our attention. If we don't listen to the knock, it becomes a slap. The intensity dial gets turned up just a little bit more. <laughs> the intensity dial is turned up each time, and then it turns into a full hit. We're talking like a full swing hit. And if we still don't listen, and if we're scapegoating, and we're pointing the finger at everybody else and everything around us and blaming that instead of listening and being quiet and accepting where we're supposed to be going and what the universe is trying to show us and what we're trying to show ourselves, what is being mirrored to us. It turns into what we call a catastrophe. It's a tower moment in life where everything comes crashing down. And this is the why me moment. Why do these things happen to me? Why did this have to happen this way? Because when we desire something in life, it's going to happen whether we want it or not. We can go kicking and screaming and fight it the entire way and resist the whole time until the day we die and, and just be bitter and angry at the world. Or we can accept it. 
Then people are supposed to leave our lives will leave. The opportunities that are supposed to leave will leave. The mm-hmm. things that are not meant for us will not be meant for us. We're supposed to go where we're supposed to go, where our spirit is calling us because that is what we are creating in the world. That's where our desires are manifesting us to go. And so we have to be quiet enough to listen to that. The front part of our brain's telling us that we want something to be a certain way. But our desire exists beyond that, and we're manifesting beyond what we currently see in front of us. And so it's going to start taking us away from those things. So we can either resist it or we can embrace it. That's the big difference. You know, if we look at just the natural pathway to achieving a desire, a goal, you know, we would there would be nothing to achieve if in this moment I realize my desire and know exactly how to get to it. That's not achieving anything. Yes. That's doing something. That's doing and getting there. Um, so we naturally, as just part of the process of moving towards the fulfillment of what we desire, we have to leave space for what we don't yet know. And when we are moving through that and having those realizations, that is you connecting with your intuition. It may not be a literal discussion where there, where your intuitive voice goes, uh, your next step is this and you need to uh, uh, do exactly this thing. But the intuitive voice might say, like, you, you identify a desire and, and the intuitive voice just brings to mind someone from your past that you had an affiliation with and, and uh, something they may have said or, uh, or something you know they're plugged into. And, and there's just an urging, reach out to that person, say hi. There's no real um, conclusive result that you know you're going to get from that, but you listen to it anyway. And the next thing you know, that person actually has some, uh, is able to open a door for you or is able to offer you some, mm-hmm. some counsel. Um, you know, it could even be something a little more nondescript. I've had instances before where I just get the notion to do something that seems regular, like go to the gym. But yet mm-hmm. it's actually by going out and taking that action, I ended up uh, getting a next step. And I ended up moving yes. forward, but I couldn't have planned that. I, there was no, in that moment, when that when the desire to go to the gym came through, it was literally just because, okay, well, I desiring to go to the gym to work out. Had no idea that, that there was more in store. We call those synchronicities or serendipities. Yes. But what, what happens is when we are in alignment, we start seeing those all the time. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that we look at and we say, gosh, every, everything seems just to be working out for that person. How is it so easy for them? How is life easy? Because they're constantly in tune with their inner being. They're constantly listening to that whisper all the time. And here's the thing with the whisper. It is very nonverbal. And I love that's what you're saying. Yes. It is not going to be words. And if let's go back up here to the definition, it is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So when you get a feeling that is nonverbal, I feel like I need to do this. Why? I, I don't know. That's what intuition feels like. You're not going to have a why. It is intuitive. I feel like I'm vibrationally aligned and matched with this. That is law of vibration. When Spirit is telling you to act on something and you feel like you need to do that. That is inspired action. Intuition versus rationale. How do we tell the two apart? Well, that's a part of it, what I just said. <laughs> so we call this, you know, your head versus your heart a lot. You know, I was going to make this decision. It seemed better, but I went with my heart instead and it worked out for me. Well, how, how and why did that work out? Because that's your intuition. That is your gut instinct. That is, that is that whisper talking to you and you are hearing it. The bigger picture voice. 
when we're listening to our heads, we're trying to make a conscious decision. Now, let me specify that conscious decisions are not bad things, but that is not listening to your intuition. When you're trying to deliberate all the time and weigh all of your options, you actually can create more confusion. We teach this in our coaching all the time by overthinking something, overcomplicating it. That's what our chaos and confusion episode was about. Do we create our own chaos? Yes, mm -hmm. we do very much so by overcomplification. We call it analysis paralysis, right? We talked about that in the making effective decisions uh, episode as well. When you're trying to make effective decisions, the analysis paralysis is because you're overanalyzing it. Projecting our brains are, are built to do that. Our brains are built to think through things and try to find problems and solve problems. So we're trying to solve a problem and we're not getting into that gamma frequency and higher. We talk about this in our brainwave states all the time. Those are our, that's our solution space, the idea space. This is where solutions come, where you're not trying to consciously solve problems all the time and, and, you know, make columns of, well, here are the pros, here are the cons, right. let me weigh everything and deliberate because you're just confusing yourself well, at what, that point. <laughs> what causes us to, you know, when we say, oh, you're just in your head, right? Um, uh, uh, or, you know, your, the analysis paralysis uh, experience, we're, it is when we are trying to plug into specific details and make sense of the the minutia in whatever we're involved in, and in that at least in that moment, it's not we're not in enough clarity to actually make any sense of it. And yes. I once worked with someone who I really respected. She was a really great entrepreneur and and uh, was a sort of mentor of mine. And she. Uh, wasn't the first person to tell me this, but she really brought it home for me. She goes, Charlie, she goes, you, I can tell there's an aspect of you that so just wants to soar, but you spend so much time focused on the details that don't matter. You, you, you projecting for, you know, you look at where you're at and you look at, you, you try to anticipate 45 different outcomes of things and you try to prepare yourself for all of them. It's a frustrated focus. You've got to get into the bigger picture. And of course I actually, yes. you know, in theory, her conversation made sense to me. I said, Oh, that's great. But again, how do I do that? That's great. I would love to get into the bigger picture, but I'm not sure how to do that. But that's what we're talking about here. The this, you know, leaning in that you already have the part of you that is ready to lean into the bigger picture. It's the intuitive voice, that bigger picture voice, the the conscious mind, that 5% of our mind is so ready to focus on the relevant details when we need it to. Um, but when we lean into that 5% to govern the majority of our lives, oh man, we're just we're turning off one of our greatest tools. And like Einstein was saying earlier, we've created what is meant to be a servant, what's meant to facilitate right? Apply your consciousness to the intuitive voice, to the instructions, mm -hmm. right? But we, we flipped it on its head. And, and, and that was my experience. It's a very frustrating way to exist. And, and it's very, it can be defeating. It's very defeating. And I'll tell you at least, and I love your example, in my personal life, the times where I've been the most aligned and things have worked out the best for me. The first time that I had access to six figures in my life, the first time I manifested creating uh, something just like Manifestor's Guide. You know, we created this. We manifested this. Every single journey that's been worthwhile in my life, the honest truth is, I didn't plan it. I didn't sit down and think it through or figure it out 
or say, this is what I'm going to do. I allowed the steps to unfold because I was in alignment with where I was going and I couldn't even see the big picture. I can align with the feeling before it's verbal, which you wrote a great article about that's on the blog. So ladies and gentlemen, go check that out. (laughs) But it's about listening to your gut and your spirit when there are no words attached to it. Start removing words, start removing the logic from it and listen and vibrate in the feeling. What does the feeling feel like? Does it feel correct? It doesn't matter whether you feel uncomfortable with, you know, all the things that you're going to have to go through. That's the discomfort zone. Does where you're going, does the trajectory feel correct to you? If that's what we start listening to, that is our intuition. If I feel misaligned with something, maybe that's not the way that I should go. And I want to specify that's different from discomfort. Yet again, you can be uncomfortable with something with your path. Like, I've never done that before. That's what discomfort feels like. Oh, I feel uncomfortable because I haven't done it before, but I trust myself. That's different than uneasiness. Uneasy is saying, wait a minute, there might be something wrong here. Wait a minute, that might be misaligned. Wait a minute, there might be danger. We're not talking about the wait a minutes. The the confidence that you have in that intuitive whisper or the voice, it, it supersedes, it overrides any nerves you might have. And I think we see this a lot of times when that higher awareness that they be- that we say that they belonged there that this opportunity was there for them they were led to this point they knew they had to step into it and that's so much that's so different than the kind of discomfort you experience that causes you to shy away from something shrink yourself right one kind of discomfort feels expansive like oh gosh i can't wait to take this on the other kind makes you go ooh uh, i'm gonna i gotta shrink myself i gotta shy away i'm not ready well two different and kinds. i i But I also think that this kind of what we're talking about here is not discomfort. We're talking about, like I said, the wait a minute moments. Those are red flags. And those are different than being uncomfortable, right? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute moments. Yes. When you're feeling uneasy and misaligned with something because it's either not where you're supposed to go. It's dangerous for you. um, It's in a negative energy space and you're aligned with positivity. That's what we're really talking about. And you're totally right. It's very different than embracing the discomfort zone because we've talked about this many times before, but I'll reiterate. Scientifically, being excited is the exact same thing as being nervous or uncomfortable in that way. We're, we're, We're in this state of... I've never been here before. I've never done this before. So you can interpret it in your brain as either excited about something. I'm excited to go out on that stage and sing in front of 5,000 people, or I'm nervous about it. That's actually a nervous system reaction to not really knowing that (laughs) space yet. But what this is talking about is your gut. And that's the difference here that I want people to really specify and have some clarity on the difference between being uncomfortable with something because you haven't stepped into that space before versus your gut telling you, hold up, red flag. And when you feel the red flag moments, we need to listen to those. That is the intuition speaking. And in the same way, on the opposing pole of that, it's inspiration. When you feel inspired to do something, that's when we need to move on it. It's inspired action. We talk about it all the time. Law of inspired action. When we slow down, we start to slow down and get into that quiet space and create room, law of compensation, for these answers to come, we gain clarity. And I'll tell you, when we are clear about something is when it's our intuition speaking. We don't have to have words. We don't have to have reasons. I just feel like this is the right decision for me. That is the intuition. When I'm confused, when I'm not quite sure, when I'm questioning whether I did the right thing or not, that's headspace talking. That's decision making. That's forceful action. Your intuition comes to you in clear ways, creates clarity, 
moves things out of the way, creates the space for that answer to show up and for you to be sure about it. I call it a sound mind. Peace and a sound mind about something. And you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. I was just going to say, yeah. You don't, yeah, have, that you don't have to explain to, it. To explain. Uh, there's a great uh, um, this, this concept. And I, I, at the top of my head, I can't think of where, but um, there's this con- in the Bible, uh, uh, Christ talks about going in quiet with your, um, essentially yourself, your, your spirit. And, and to me, I hear, I went and I said, I can't, I don't have the verse on the top of my head, but um, it's the same thing as like, you know, many, many successful entrepreneurs will say that they stayed quiet about their plans while they were, while they were letting them come into fruition. They kept their ideas to themselves. Uh, They, they just moved with the, that bigger picture voice coming through and let it have space compensation, right? Let it have space to actually form and, and come into view and come into clarity. But there the entire time, there's a knowing, there's a knowing, yes. right? That yes, movement is happening. And that's, you know, going back to what you said just a moment ago about there's not a need to explain yourself. I think that is uh, because I think we live in a culture that prioritizes over explaining ourselves to others quite a bit. Um, but even it, just conceptually that has the effect of sort of spreading out the energy around the thing and the intuitive, your intuitive whisper, your intuition speaking comes through you with such a power and such, you know, it it may be a quiet whisper, but it comes through you with such a power and such a knowing that you almost want to keep it to yourself. You're just so excited just to move with it. You don't like 100%. It is a confidence that defies logic. You don't have to, it defies reasoning. It defies you needing external validation. You don't have to run it by anybody else. You don't have to explain it to anyone else. That is when you know that your intuition is speaking. And let me tell you, it is the quietest whisper you will ever have about something, but it is the most sure that you will be. The more loud you have to be about it, the more people you have to include in it, the more unsure you are about it, that is your head. The quieter the calmer and the more resolute that is your spirit talking. That is your gut. That is your intuition. So intuition comes when we create space for it. So we have to be quiet. We talk about compensation a lot, but that's why we practice media blackout in our master manifestor system. I'm telling you, I can create an additional entire work week for people with the amount of time that we spend on our phones. We do an (laughs) exercise. I encourage our listeners to do it right now. Go on your phone right now. And look at how much time that you spend on your phone per day and then per week. Most Americans spend 35 hours plus on their phones per week. That is an entire work week. There's no reason for us to be on Facebook six hours a day or Instagram or Snapchat. There is no reason for that. So we're not creating space for these answers to come. We're creating distractions. And, you know, we can get into the science of this with blue lights and all sorts of things. But not only does it, you know, throw off our circadian rhythm, throw off our sleeping pattern, which throws off our chemicals in our body, all sorts of things that are working against us. We're filling that space that we need for our answers to come, our solutions to come. We're filling that space with tons of information and conflicting energies and conflicting reports and conflicting opinions and conflicting conflict, conflict, conflict. So how in the world can peace and clarity come where conflict exists? Those are two opposing forces. Can't do it. Love it. Remember that you attract, you attract 
what you are. You attract what you are in the vibrational reality of. So when you create the space for solutions, solutions come. Every time, trust yes. and believe. Well, trust, the, and, trust the, and believe. You know, this, this, this intuitive voice, big picture voice, the heart, as we're talking, it never turns off. You know, sometimes no. I, th- I think, you know, I think everyone listening is going to have that, ex- going to be able to connect to some experience in their life where they're in, where they, oh yeah, that I did receive a benefit. I was guided well by my intuition, but there's this notion that that's like a, a, a rare occurrence or a special occurrence or a whoo, you know, glad it was here today, but where is it 98% of the rest of the mm-hmm. time? Um, or maybe you get like three of those per lifetime or something. I don't know. Right. But it's... Um, well, that's what we said earlier. It's serendipities and synchronicities. We talk about that all the time. That happens when you are constantly in tune with yes. your gut. It, and it just it happens over and over and over. It's always talking. Are we listening? Doesn't it's always speaking. It, just, it doesn't turn off. But we, as in our, again, our conscious space, we tend to not turn off the things that we're used to. We tend to default to going to watch the same shows over and over again, or we tend to default to listening, filling our space with noise, filling our space with noise. And because that intuitive voice does start as a whisper, and that is when it's the kindest, it gets drowned out. Um, But that higher, like, you know, we talked about earlier, that higher part of our guidance, it is going to get us there one way or the other. Well, it's like we say all the time, there's no wrong way to do it. You can move through your life in any way. You're not doing it wrong. But what do you desire? If you desire more clarity, more ease, if you desire more freedom, more peace, if we desire to live in a space where we are abundant and joyful and we can do whatever we want, however we want, whenever we want, and we can contribute to the world, people see us, they hear us, we're understood, we're making an impact, we're exchanging value, we feel valued and valuable. If that's what we desire... Our intuition is going to be creating that for us. And if we're ignoring that, then we're staying in the opposite pole. That's really what this comes down to. When you listen to your intuition, that quiet whisper, it's always going to take you where you desire to go. That's what takes you to create that path of least resistance. You are taken there by the whisper. So I'm going to challenge everybody right now who's listening to this episode. Just close your eyes for a second, unless you're driving. (laughs) Close your eyes. And I want you to think about the one thing in your life that you've been confused on. Just think about what that thing is. Let it come up to the surface. Whether it's, do I need to change jobs? Is this the right relationship for me? What do I do about this friendship that I go back and forth on? Whatever it is. And when I ask you this question, the first thing that comes to mind, without thinking it through or overthinking in any way, I want you to identify it. What do you need to do about it to clear the path to get to where you want to go? Whatever that answer is that came up, the first thing that you thought was your intuition speaking. So you trying to add on to that or change it, change the narrative or make it fit some other narrative that you wish or desire or want to happen is your brain now trying to take charge and create something else, right? You're trying to hold on to the old story or the old way of thinking or the old way of living. Your intuition is leading you where that needs to go. So that right there is a block clear for you. So think about that. Journal about it this week. Allow for space for more answers to come this week. I will encourage you to practice media blackout and to go on this adventure with us. We do this all the time in our master manifester system. If you guys want to jump in with us yet again, go to manifestorsguide.com. More information on that. 
Um, but even just continuing to listen to this podcast each week, you guys, will give you some of those answers when you're intuitively feeling like, yes, that's exactly what I needed to hear in this moment. That's a manifestation as well. You're constantly manifesting. So keep coming back to those spaces that are manifesting those solutions for you all of the time, because that is also a synchronicity as well. Charlie, is there anything you'd like to say to the audience before we head out this week? The last thing that I will say is give yourself permission to, to learn and you know, take the step, take the, with everything we talk about on this podcast, there's always a place to start with, uh, and, and let yourself show you, show yourself that this voice is legitimate and it might yes. start with small things. It might start with little synchronicities, synchronicities and signs again are not rarities. You don't have a limited number of them. They are a natural occurrence when you are in the flow and on the path of least resistance in your life. And that's where your intuitive voice is trying to get to you. Other than that, I'm just going to reiterate what you said at the start of the episode. Like, share, subscribe. If you found this valuable, send it forth into your communities. Share it with others. And as always, you are a master manifester. So act like it. You are. <laughs> and that's what we're here to do, you guys, is to help you become the master manifester that you are inherently. It's not that we're trying to show you something that you have to become or that you're not. You are inherently that. There's just all the noise in the way, and that's what this is about. So let's continue together, clearing away the noise and the obstacles and the blocks that are keeping you from being what you already are. You are powerful. You are the CEO yeah. of your own life. You are the creator of your reality. Don't you ever forget it. So listen to your intuition. It will take you exactly where you want to go every single time. Practice this this week. Let us know on social media at Manifestor's Guide on Instagram. Instagram uh, and in our inner circle online community. If you want to come in and join us, let us know your journey uh, with intuition this week. After you listen to this episode, we would love to hear from you. Have an absolutely beautiful week this week. Next week, we're actually going to dive into the giving cycle again and talk about the giving cycle continued is next week's episode. We had a great question after the giving cycle episode that opened up the floodgates for a whole new topic. So we're going to jump into that next week. And that's going to be an ongoing discussion because that's something that I think we're going to talk about over over and over again because it is kind of a hot button issue we talk about triggers we love triggers here so let's keep triggering people in a good way <laughs> let's keep this discussion moving we're going to jump into that next week bring more clarity to you guys on how we can give by investment plant seeds that see harvest in this world to create more of the reality we wish to see so we'll talk to you guys next week have an absolutely phenomenal week this week and adios